My Natural Hair is a podcast that shares all the information you're looking to learn about natural hair, the movement, the styles, growing your hair naturally and meeting other people part of the natural hair culture and movement. My Natural Hair is hosted by LaDonna Sims and Markeisha St. Clair from Hair Goals 313. Collectively, LaDonna and Markeisha have over 25 years of experience doing natural hair. My Natural Hair is a live experience where you can come out and witness the show, meet the host, and have your questions answered. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. at Detroit SIP, located between University of Detroit Mercy and Mary Grove College at 7420 West McNichols, Detroit, Michigan. Join My Natural Hair every Sunday at 2 p.m. to experience the culture and the movement. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the My Natural Hair podcast. And don't miss the how-to lessons, styles, and love of natural hair. Hello, uh, welcome to My Natural Hair podcast. My name is LaDonna. And I'm Markeisha. And we're Hair Goals 313. Um, Today's topic is um, on corporate hair. Corporate America and natural hair. (laughs) So, um, there's a lot of... Uh, laws and people have fought many cases of just wearing their hair natural in the corporate workplace. Um, I have mixed feelings when it comes to corporate workplace because um, we're both hairstylists. We deal with natural, kinky, curly hair. And we have clients that come in um, and they let us know that, you know, I'm in corporate and my hair has to look a certain way. Um, It makes me sad and makes me mad um even angry that we are it's 2018 and we're we still have to sometimes conform to what society thinks is okay with our hair we we fought slavery and it was like that in slavery too so it just makes me it's just sad and and upsetting I understand that, but um, at the end of the day, we also been living in this this climate for a very long time. But it's also people that has fought it, and I find that state to state the laws change, and we just and now it's more prominent that we see natural hair <coughs> and representation yes. on TV, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's more. It's a it's a good time right now. It is. Um, but it we had some incidents recently. Well, you know, within the year, um, of with children going to school mm-hmm. and um, certain schools banding the uh, the child from coming to school. And we find that there are laws that support that, where you know you just can't uh, stop or stop anyone from wearing their hair natural and natural uh but it's jobs that um stop it there there is it's a well recently it was something where um you know employees being able to uh ban uh wearing your hair natural in the workplace um right just recently um not maybe last year chastity jones uh she was going for a job she was totally qualified and she was unable to get the job because they didn't want her to have locks i mean so they wanted her to get rid of her locks and she refused and so she decided she wanted to fight it and she lost the case um because they have a law where they changed it in 2016 2016 yeah where 
you know, employees have the right to refuse um, hiring people with braids, twists, um, or wearing their natural uh, hair. Yeah. But the one thing that the lawyer didn't cover is the fact that she didn't push like a religion. You know, um, Rastafarian, uh, Hebrew, Hebrews, they have a religion as well as Arabs. They can wear their, you, you know, they don't have to take off their Good garb right, because so. it's, you know, it's their religion. So uh, that's with the, with being Rastafarian or Hebrew, if you bring that up, you, they can't really do that. But every job has a, do they have an option of wanting to hire you or not? Um, but with, we're here, we're, now that it's more going on, you really want to make sure you want to work in a place where you're, they would accept it or yeah. accept you for being, as long as your hair is neat and healthy, it shouldn't be that way. But um, we're still somewhat fighting those, those things right now. But we also have uh, women that are doing well. I know you're mm -hmm. sad about it. And I know you really hate when that conversation comes up. When people, not, I don't want to say use it as an excuse, but it's, it's real. They, you know, certain jobs won't allow you, but there are a lot of professional women that work in the corporate world that's doing great things. And um, it's also a lady that used to do Stevie Wonder's hair and um, the Surgeon General. Somebody has natural hair in the government. She's a black woman. I'm, excuse me, I'm, I'm at a loss of uh, her, name. her name. But um, they had to fight that too. So she was in the business of doing natural hair all the way in the 80s. And making sure that um, you know, know that we can still go to work in corporate America and making sure that your hair looks good and you still could be natural without using chemical or weaves. And more and more women um, are coming out of weaves because it's too much tension on the hair and they're doing this to fit into corporate America and their own hair is suffering. Their hair so, and their health is, yes. is suffering. And I think it's also important to, when you're applying for jobs, Look at their um, everything, including their, you know, you want the employee the handbook statement yeah. and yes. the employee handbook. You know, you want to really go in detail before you even sign. Yes, I'm I'm gonna work here because there's things in handbooks that we don't read, and then you're looking, you know, like wow, I can't wear a twist, you know, at work. I can't. So you want to just be aware of their policies. And then it's also sad because we also have clients that they had a certain look when they get to get the job, and then once they get the job, they come out and they go ahead with their natural. Mm -hmm. um, and they were able to kind of keep their jobs because right. you already hired me and it's not in the handbook. And saying anything about your hair, they can get sued. Yeah. Um, no. even, even though that they have this law that, that that happened in Alabama, but it's not that doesn't mean that those laws go uh, all over the United States. And I think that it's important for us right now to be strong enough to stand together. And because our children, we want them to be free, literally mm -hmm. free to know their hair, do their hair and be comfortable in their own skin. Right. And it's a lot of people, even mixed cultures, we, we deal with um, um, mixed couples where they daughter hair, they want to come to us and learn how to do their daughter hair. They want their daughter to be natural. They mm -hmm. want their daughter to be okay with her natural hair and not feel funny that mommy's hair is straight. And right. we also had another young lady, this is really hard because I think she was adopted. Yeah. Um, 
into a family that's mixed and um, her hair doesn't look like her mother's hair because her mother is black, but she has the curl, the, uh, more of a finer, curly texture. And her father is white and his hair is straight. And then they live in a place where it's mostly white people and she go to school and play basketball. And it was, it was so hard and so stressful. She cried on the floor when we did her hair because she literally did not like her curl pattern. She wanted to really look like her friends and she really did not want to look different. And so it's just a, a thing that we have to change the image. And I'm glad we're seeing more and more images of us wearing our hair natural and neat and nice. Like it's not looking like, excuse the term of buckwheat or just having your hair unkept. Anybody with unkept hair anywhere should, you know, if you come to work and your hair is matted, even if it's straight, but if you looking neat and nice and you keeping your hair in this natural texture and you look put together, because I've seen a lot of professional women with their natural hair looking professional, they, they're put together well, and they're natural. So we just wanna make sure that we're here to help the corporate people that's in corporate America to, to make your hair look good and, and together, but you want to make sure that you don't want to stay at a place that don't allow you right. to be natural. You should be making and looking towards moving somewhere else where you can be yourself on the job and be a proper representation of who you are if you want to wear your hair natural. That's why I think it's important when you're going for jobs. Come as you are. Don't you know, change your look just in order to fit in. You want them to accept you exactly how you are. And if they treat you a certain kind of way and you're uncomfortable, it's not the job for you. You just gotta accept that, you know. I, I, I strongly disagree with changing your whole overall look to get a job. It's that, almost like, I mean, they saying that you, if you a man and they say you gotta wear makeup to work, you're gonna, you're gonna do that to keep the job? You know, of course not. You know, exactly. if you don't wear makeup, you don't wear, so it's like, so we also have to start getting, coming together as a group and supporting each other and fighting these laws to make sure we get freedom. We just can't talk about it or just say, I'm on this job and I'm corporate, so this is what I have to do and just yeah. do it, you know, you have to, get some strength about yourself and then also you know maybe work into like creating your own way of making money yeah and that's where i i'm at with it like it, i was in corporate um and uh, something that uh whoopi goldberg was talking about because this came up because of the case that happened with chastity jones in alabama one of the co-hosts on the show she has a daughter that she lets wear her hair natural is full you know and she stated that she don't even think she would have been able to get this job if her hair wasn't straight to be on the view and um she said and i'm definitely and then you know that's when whoopi goldberg was like look at me mm -hmm. and she she said well i'm not whoopi goldberg and whoopi said i came into this industry like this right. so you might want to you know, stand firm, be confident in yourself, rock your look and be, you know, polished with it and just be good at what you do. Cause you know, we already have to be more anyway on any job, you have to be your best uh, anywhere you are. So just the way you carry yourself and the confidence of having it and, and taking care of your look and, and being great at what you do, mm -hmm. there's no way that they can, you know, people could refuse you. They want your skill, they want what you do. And that's the women that I've seen in the industry that 
you know, has natural hair and, and they're, they're rocking it and they're comfortable in their skin. And some employers just want that, especially if you have a great personality. That would, you know, so a person that just will not want to hire you because you're natural and they're against that, they have a perception too. And um, there, some people perceive being natural as being aggressive, um, maybe being on a job and might not uh, conform to laws. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's also been a, a stereotype of us, you know, well, definitely being aggressive, knowing yourself and, you know, uh, conscious and, you know, <laughs> like being, uh, yeah, we have you know, like me being natural is like you know they automatically have an assumption, you know, a, a preconceived assumption about mm -hmm. you. Like you do love yourself and you're comfortable in your skin, and which right. it was a journey. I am comfortable in my skin. Yeah, it took it 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 took a while for you know both of us to get comfortable. You know, I'm I'm newly locked for months and. I'm getting comfortable with this, and, and people asking me, you know, it just never stops. When are you going to go back to, are you going to cut your hair? Are you going to, you know, go back to your curls? And, you know, so you just have to be comfortable within yourself, and we do have the power. So you either stand for, what's the saying, you stand for something? Or fall for anything. And fall for anything. Um, even my, um, my guy, you know, he uh, is Rastafarian, and um, he works for a corporate um, um, Oakland County Commission, you know, and he's the only one with the, the all his hair and a lock, and he has a full beard and everything. And he said it's his religion. They was like, you know, you're gonna have to cut your locks, and you're gonna. He was like, no, well then I won't have this job. So mm -hmm. you gotta stay stern in what you believe in, and a universal God or whatever your beliefs are. I'm pretty sure you'll be able to make it. You'll be able to survive, but. Uh, you, we really. I'm, I'm just glad in this point in time that we have more representation of right. different natural hairstyles and people um, wanting to go that route and you know sticking together on their job mm -hmm. and you know whatever. I mean, just don't be stuck in an unhappy place. If you're in a workplace and there's discrimination, discriminating you against your natural hair, you want to be happy by all means. So if you're not happy and and you're getting treated a certain way. It's time to just reevaluate what you want to do because it's all about you being happy. All right, I have a question for um, the woman that has a job. She's been working the job. What about you guys' journey in working uh, with natural hair? As you all are entrepreneurs now, but weren't always entrepreneurs, what was it like in the choices and decisions that you made? And also, did you ever feel as though you needed a perm or to have straight hair or to have a certain style to get a certain type of job? Yes. Um, um, I went to um, fashion school in Detroit, uh, vocation school at Randolph for fashion merchandising. So um, I ended up getting a job in uh, Northland at Winkleman's and different jobs, but I definitely at that time in the 80s, um, I definitely had a perm already. And you know, to have that corporate look, my mother worked for Blue Cross Blue Shield, so I knew the corporate look and how you wanted to look. Um, then I fast forward, I end up um, moving to New York and I had a perm there. And the same jobs that I would go to, like oh, I wanted to work in Somerset and um, I came in there and I just think that th at that time, 
um, they just didn't want to hire <laughs> um, blacks in Somerset at that time, I think. So when I went to interview for um, Ann Taylor or Liz Claiborne at the time, they would say you needed a client book first before you can get here. I'm like, well, can I build a clientele? That, within that happening, and then I moved to New York, me having a look with the straight hair, I got hired like real quick. Like you just, I had that look that was polished and the way they wanted you to look. Um, when I worked um, at Ann Taylor and different jobs and then I started working at Macy's and that's when I started to transition from from kinky hair to natural hair. And um, it was well received, I, but I had a beautician and I worked some, I mean, I, I went to a beautician to work with my hair and to keep it up. But it was hard even with some of my coworkers, like, you know, once they saw my hair straight and then I switched over, it was the coworkers, but that it, it was so sensitive in New York as far as race relations and things that you can say because it's so diverse that I was able to transition corporately in, in uh, New York without uh, any problems with um, employees or um, getting a job um, with my hair with braids or a two-strand twist comb coils. Those were all the different styles that I was rocking when I was natural and you had other people that, that were doing the same, but I still got my hair done often and really was, you know, really wanted my hair to look tip just I didn't even want frizz I just I mean like I just wanted it to be very neat that I was really so it still was like a nervous time it still. was still a nervous time because I just wanted to make sure I it was presentable and mm -hmm. neat every single day it was a lot of work luckily I didn't have to go through that because when I went back natural I was um I started working at textures by Nefertiti um in Midtown so I was already around that um, natural hair community, so I didn't have to really, you know, go through is go through um, any, you know. Yeah, me moving back to Detroit um, and working for Pure Detroit. Um, the great thing, Sean and Kevin, they were um, okay with me being natural. They kind of like, you know, it was easier when I came back to Detroit in two thousand um, one, and I started working for. Um, different companies that they were okay with the look of my twist or mm -hmm. you know my two strand twist extensions that they, they really like that look i got hired now i'm back and i'm in somerset now i'm working at bcbg they hire me you know like i had the credentials now because i'm from new york and i didn't work at these stores that they had me as an asset and they also liked the look you know right. so it was kind of cool so all the different people that the Caucasians that hire me here and then after that working for Sean and Kevin I end up working at Texas by Nefertiti so I was able to you know be which here. which that brings me to the next question do you think that having natural hair could actually give depending upon the industry what industries where natural hair would help somebody in the workplace what industries that would help people yeah with? if you had natural hair um, what industries do you think would be more apt to probably look at that and say, okay, that's cool. We really want somebody like that. I think, well, I don't know it's if it's the industry. Um, a lot of, we do a lot of, um, what is it, movies here in Detroit. And I see that when they looking for extras, they want somebody with natural hair. And if you see on commercials, every African-American woman mostly has natural hair. I really don't see any straight 
um, women in commercial. I'm, with I'm thinking hair. the artist jobs. I yeah. mean, like um, people that are, um, I mean, architects. Um, like I have so many different clients that um, that are transitioning. That's mm -hmm. um, a social work, <laughs> social mm -hmm. workers. Um, we have a lot of nurses. Yes, nurses. We have got a lot of. Um, we cops. have a doctor. <laughs> we have a lot of cops that <laughs> we do their hair. Um, they get twists. They get. Um, they have locks. So, yeah. Daycare workers. We have a lot of different clientele, um, but some of them they still have the struggle with their we hair. We have doctors. Be meat. We have doctors. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's so many levels of doctors that we have. But right. Yeah. Um. I think most all industries are open, and if they if they trying to push not being prejudiced and you know, and they want to work in a, a diverse, uh, you know, Google, all those different companies, mm -hmm. uh, Quicken Loans. Quicken Loans. We have a lot of, like, it's, it's, it's like now people could, it's more of an expression on some jobs. And, I mean, I think more of the jobs now are uh, more lenient and more trying to be family. You can be, you know, um, it seemed like they bowl together, they're doing different things together, and you know, most of our clients, it's just, they have diverse and they have great personalities. Mm -hmm. So, again, you know, people like working with fun and cool mm -hmm. people, and I think now, you know, uh, you being more in tune with your look, I think people respect that, you know. And even though um, there is problems in corporate America with us wearing our hair natural, I think we could be our worst enemies ourselves. You know, mm -hmm. going in and, not even asking questions, just going and just switching your whole look up, you know, not with, with just not a second thought. So, and an elder or a person that's an older head on the job, they might they will come into clients or women and trying to offer advice on like maybe you need to tone your hair down. Mm -hmm. We don't want them to, to make them feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So we have to. I mean, I, your voice. I, I'm. I'm. I, whenever I go anywhere, I'm not. I'm not angry and I'm not a prejudiced person and I feel like I'm a representation of somebody natural that's happy and not judgmental and, 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 and or racist or anything. I'm just, whatever you give me, I give back. You know what I mean? I just, it's just what it is. Mm -hmm. So I don't really, the preconceived notions that somebody have, that's their thing. It's not really my thing. And like, I guess topical to what's happening this week just in pop culture, the royal wedding that a lot of people were talking about. Mm -hmm. um, her mother having locks. Her mother and the natural hair from her mother. And like, I guess just this whole, like the layers of a lot of people making these discussions, that being an older woman, do you think that that may play a role if a, if a woman that's older is in a corporate environment still? Um, do you think that it could hurt or it could harm or like, uh, what what role does that play with some of the clients that you all have that are older in corporate America? Do they ever open up and talk to you all about what they face for having um, natural hair? Actually, everybody has. I mean, for the most part, they have positive um, experiences because they're coming to get their hair done by me. They're uh, definitely get. They, it's a lot of elders that's tired of wearing their weeds. Everybody's kind of like just tired of not being of weaves and, 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 and wigs and 
losing hair and medicine that they're taking that's making their hair fall out and you know hot flashes and so it's more of a movement of them like I was saying before the baby boomers actually was the start of me um, with my career in natural hair because they just were tired and they they're ready and um, and I think that we're being more educated on natural hair and we have more people that can support it mm -hmm. so it's not as scary as in the 80s and um, the in the 70s and 80s and I was even you know proud of people that was that was, that was a revolution that we had in the 70s where we loved our hair and then it was beat out again you know right. we it, we had to, to conform and you know, lose it. And I just think people are just tired of not being natural and, and mm -hmm. not doing, they're just tired and it's more in numbers. And so more people are more confident in going natural because somebody on the job did it or somebody mm -hmm. is fighting for it or, you know, they doing it for their kids because, mm -hmm. you know, my mother, I wanted to be like her. I wanted to look like her. And so that didn't include me looking at my hair naturally. So now we have elders that's doing it and now kids want it. And now I have more kids that want to look more like their fathers and mm -hmm. they want to look, they want that natural hair. You have basketball players. So now it's popular. And I don't think that, I think more, it's not, it's gonna, it's gonna stick around more. Right. It's, it's gonna stick around. Cause I'm, I mean, I've been in this career far as doing hair now is, is like 20, like 10 years. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, and then on top of that, me as a little girl doing hair as a child, like girls on the block, you know, sitting on the porch doing hair and um, just more products, more people and, you know, are more creating time. products. It's freeing up our time with just having to do our hair every day or that worried, um, is it going to rain? Is my press going to go away? You know, what I'm going to do tomorrow. So it's freeing up a lot of women's time with just dealing with their hair on an everyday basis. And I just want to encourage, you know, going natural and trying to you know learn read about your hair learn about it you know um there's so many products out here to help you uh do things and, and at the other at the end of the day we also can help you do transitioning styles and keep your hair tight while you are uh, trying to transition to a natural hair and just uh youtubes and different yeah, there's things. so much information if you even put in the um youtube search and put natural hair it's tens of thousands of you know videos women doing tutorials on their own hair you using could, natural products and right. everything so mm -hmm. us being a more of a community it doesn't have to be expensive it doesn't have to be um you know overwhelming we just want to be here to, to support and we also want to stand tall for our children because we want to make sure that they're comfortable in and being free with their own hair and not trying to hide it so i am so happy that i'm in this time and area where i'm just free i mm -hmm. feel free i feel comfortable in my hair I think that, you know, our natural hair is beautiful. I think all hair is beautiful and good and healthy once you keep it. I mean, you know, people have thin hair straight and all different cultures, you know. Mm -hmm. So we're the only culture that really just really wasn't really loving our hair at all. Yeah, and just to let you guys know, um, June 2nd, uh, Naturally Fly is throwing an event. Um, it's, 
it's the Naturally Fly event um, in yeah. Detroit where we talk about, uh, it's like all type of vendors. Yeah, vendors, um, there's gonna be tutorials on head wrap, they're gonna have vegan, vegetarian options. It's called um, Naturally Fly Presents We Rock Dope Here. It's located 17337 Lasher Road. Um, June the second, from one to eight, there's gonna be um, vendors. There's at least um, about seventy vendors with earrings, funky jewelry. Um, you can see live stylists styling people here. There are gonna be products to be bought, and it's just a whole community, so we can get to know all different types of hair. And while you're there, you see so many different styles, and it's such a beautiful event yeah. because. It's just we all coming, rocking our hair. You know, I'm so, pr I mean, I just love that um, Edifly and Jennifer came up with this event. Mm -hmm. And there was the other reason how I met the company that we use, um, the products that we use at uh, Hair Goes 313, Zeresh, um, Mia, shout out to Mia um, Fresh, I mean, Mia about um, natural hair. And she, they came up with a bus ride where, we can go to Atlanta to the Natural Hair Care Convention where everybody that sell products and different things and you go there and you see all these different hair, she, I mean, um, all these different hair and um, styles and different brands available to purchase and different clothes and uh, vendors just making all different things and being creative. Right. And then now they have it here um, yeah, every the year. One, the biggest one in Detroit. Um, Naturally Fly Detroit presents We Rock Dope here, and it's going to be located at the Artist Village. It's on Lasher. It's, the, it's next door to the Repertoire Theater. So, Across um, the street from Sweet Potato Sensations. I just urge people to just come out and just embrace it. I mean, don't be afraid. I mean, even if you have straight hair, you're still rocking a perm. We are not here to judge anybody. But if you want to go to the natural route, we just want to let you know if you're in corporate America, you have support. And it's, it's a community here in Detroit, and it's a lot of different hairstylists that, that are here that does different natural styles. Right. And so you're not alone. You're not alone, and it's not scary anymore. So definitely uh, come check us out at Hair Goes 313. Um, definitely come out to the Naturally Fi event. And the last question that I have, because you all have so many clients, can you just share some of the professions or what will be seen as more, um, I guess, uh, corporate-based professions of people you do natural hair for, for the person listening that's thinking to themselves like, okay, well, they've never necessarily been in that perspective. Mm. And wait, we have another question too. Hold on. <laughs> uh -oh. Sorry. Sorry about that, y'all. So. Say your question this is, again, um, Okay, we got a question from the audience as well <laughs> that I'm going to read off, but can you give some, um, some professions of, uh, of your clients that, um, that are considered like more corporate or more professional? So, because the person listening may say, well, they kind of just worked in retail and they just worked already in natural. Okay. So can you share some of those professions so that they know? Doctors, we have a judge, we have lawyers, we have you have police um, officers. The lady that worked for GM, I'm sorry, she was one of our, she's your client, you give her the wash and go and the comb coils. 
Um, we all went to the um, to see Black Panther. They oh, Teresa, brought, she um, yeah, she works at GM. She and her there. friend, you know, it was like it's three of them that we mm-hmm. do that here. They work for GM in the Renaissance Building. I mean, really good jobs. Um, and they wear their hair natural, but they very neat and they keep their hair up. They right. be on top of their appointments. They mm-hmm. really look good. Um, trying to think I, I think we covered um you know because the plant you know that's not every they can do what they want to do yeah. um oh um uaw workers um yes. we have um tia and her sister they work for um that and they they have natural hair and from the audience we have uh transitioning from thermal styles to other natural styles and covering that what that is i don't even know what a thermal style is so can you it's break like down using what? heat um okay using right, heat on your it. hair um so like from heat yeah. over to natural you've we've definitely covered a little bit of that but yeah, um depending on how um damaged the 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 cuticle is um if it still is a little spongy we could do two strand twist extension that frees your hair up for three months gives your hair a time to grow you could love on your scalp um, braided updo styles, um, twisted styles, and updos, roller sets are really, really good. Um, yeah, those are the basically, yeah, when that's a good, so if it, it, it does depend on if your hair comes back. And so, what I did um, with my transitioning is that I did braids and then I, you know, yarn braids, and I did, you know, transitional styles so I got enough of new growth. Um, and then I still could add an extension to that too, so it'll look, you know. Um, and, it, and there's so many different styles that you can yeah. use. It's about what you feel comfortable doing mm-hmm. and what you feel like, you know, just looking at different looks that you might want to use to. Um, it's so many. You have the crochet where you can braid your hair down and you can have different textures, right. you know. It's, um, you can really have fun right now and, yeah, and, and still look like different if you yeah. love changing because people are like, you know, I don't like locks because I, it's so just one style. Permanent, yeah. But it's not because we, I do a lot to my locks, you know, yeah. it's a lot. You I mean, you can look at Queen Sugar or see how, how much that girl do stuff with her locks, but it's a lot of different natural uh, hairstyles that you can do now that's really nice and fun and uh and you can start learning products that work for your your hair, you know, because you got to switch over from the products that you use when it's straight to when it goes natural. Because now we need more moisture versus we trying to keep bounce. So we want to have less heaviness oils on our hair when you're trying to be straight and bouncy. So, yeah. Um, and if you want to, you can look at our um, Instagram and um Facebook. Facebook page and uh, check out some of the styles that we do and if as you see on the flyer um, Markeisha she wore hair in the afro now she's going through her locking process so it's just a lot of different styles that uh, you can do to nurture your hair and still look good and professional and still you know right. and this is more so a comment and a thank you um, you guys are getting listeners. You're getting subscribers. Yay. Thank everybody for subscribing. Good content. People are liking it. People from across the nation are coming to check out everything. Oh, so um, it's definitely, definitely good. We got another. We got another question from the audience as we yes. go. Do you have strategies and tools for men who want to wear a full beard to get a beard, even though that's a whole different 
idea of growing hair? No, it's bit? not really. It's not. I okay, mean, right, um, right, the right, beard right. game is really. Um, it's, it's the same thing that you would use um, with. It's having a facial regimen. Um, you want to make sure that your uh, scalp is always moisturized and having the proper oils that wouldn't block. So we want to stay away from products like petroleum and mineral in the product. I like working with olive oil and natural oils. And now we have some beard companies yes. out right now where the natural hair care community is also use some of the things that I use on our hair. You can also use on your beard. Um, uh, my guy has a beard, <laughs> and to keep it really nice and supple, you know, you just you it's it's okay for men to be um, to nurture their skin. Um, I, what you smiling about, Kari? I just think that it's important for you know, it, men need to exfoliate too. I don't think it's anything we need to really get out of that you know right. uh you, you need to take care of your feet you need to take care of your skin i don't want to have no scratchy beard on my face yeah you need to and, wash it you know you need to wash it. it it needs to smell good yeah. so you you love on it like you would do your top of hair but i mean i know the guys that do brush waves you don't want to use that stuff on your <laughs> no you don't want to use no pomade no, or no pomade dax. Or don't do the like dax that. on your yeah, beard yeah no please. dax on your beard being <laughs> waxy and stuff like that so yeah, first of all, I love leave-in conditioners. Um, you can use that, um, it's, it's a mist to your beard, and then you can add oil to your beard, and it's nothing wrong with um, you know, using the comb and stimulating the, the, the skin. And Massaging. then also you know, using a, um, a nice scrub and opening up your pores. And so the thing is, when you're washing um, your face, you wanna make sure you're using lukewarm water um, just know that hot water opens pores, so you can do a steam, and then, you know, to close your pores, you use something cooler, and it'll close the pores. So, um, having an astringent, you know, like when you're washing your face, to pull out all impurities. Um, inside job is uh, making sure that you're drinking, uh, you know, adding green to your diet, uh, raw vegetables, um, juices. Lots of water, spring water. Um, there's a place down in Midtown that um, does beards, and they do the old school hot towel. Yeah. What is it called? The um, social club. The social club. Yeah. So check out the social club. You go Google it, and um, they'll hook your, your beard up too. And they use um, beard products as well. Yeah, they have products also for sale as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have um, uh, Audio Brassy. Um, mm -hmm. he, um, he came, he's, he has a beard line, one of our, um, one of my, um, one of the clients that used to come to Textures, he has a beard line, um, I'm sorry, I just, I should have had his information, his but. His name is Audio? Yeah, Audio Bratsy on, um, um B-R-A-C-Y on Facebook, and he has a, a beard line as well. So, and it's a black-owned business, too. So, and so is uh, the social club is a black-owned business. Mm -hmm. But um, it's, vi it's very diverse, so it takes all, all different clientele. And I'm pretty sure he has a beard um, situation there. So, yes, doing the steam, I love that. I mean, just, just pampering yourself and, and, and loving on the beard, it'll grow in nice and shiny and good. Right. Because some men, they, don't, they just don't do anything to the beard. They just use um, zest on it. No, you don't want to do that at all. <laughs> yeah, natural soaps too. You definitely want to use natural soaps and things that don't, you know, so we cause buildup. 
But I want to thank everybody for subscribing. And um, please subscribe to My Natural Hair Podcast. Join us every Sunday, 2 o'clock at Detroit Sips. My Natural Hair is a podcast that shares all the information you're looking to learn about natural hair. The movement, the styles, growing your hair naturally and meeting other people, part of the natural hair culture and movement. My Natural Hair is hosted by LaDonna Sims and Markeisha St. Clair from Hair Goals 313. Collectively, LaDonna and Markeisha have over 25 years of experience doing natural hair. My Natural Hair is a live experience where you can come out and witness the show, meet the host, and have your questions answered. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. at Detroit SIP, located between University of Detroit Mercy and Mary Grove College at 7420 West McNichols, Detroit, Michigan. Join My Natural Hair every Sunday at 2 p.m. to experience the culture and the movement. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the My Natural Hair podcast. And don't miss the how-to lessons, styles, and love of natural hair.